0: Hello, RP people! Welcome back to another episode of Role Playing with Smart People, the podcast where we tend and are talking about when it comes to all things tabletop. My name is Santa, and thanks for tuning in again. Joining me, as always, I got Finder and Scott. Hey, guys. Hey, I look miserable. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> are you it's, looking at yourself on OBS?
1: No, it's it's. Just, I just happened to see the corner of the screen. I'm like, uh, it's spring in Memphis, and I just want to fucking die every day.
0: Uh, well, we're, we're having a lot of snow melt right now. Like I swear, like probably at least half my yard went empty of oh. snow in today, oh. today, between t- today and yesterday, which just to show, I think we had something like 25 centimeters For three days ago, four days Jeez, ago. Wow. Yeah. And now we're in the pluses and it's like melting like crazy. I went in my garage and it's like the floor is water. There's nothing you can do about it, it's just... Well, at least it's not lava. And and as long as it doesn't go in the house. So, (laughs) on today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about different playstyles, and I have to try and school Finder on a topic, because um, we're going to be talking about different playstyles, more specifically the difference between Sandbox, Theme Park, and a few other ones. Open World, which Open World you can kind of, that one's kind of more
1: yeah the, we'll we'll get into that about why that's yeah. not a not a real thing it's it's just like something else but then yeah. friender also wanted to talk about different styles of adventure right like modules yeah it was well, and a
2: lot of this came from that conversation you had with uh that one dude uh you posted that that image like about the amount of prep that has to go into oh, things and yeah. that sort of stuff
3: to do with just yeah. All right, so,
2: so, so that's what kind of spawned this,
4: right? Yeah. yeah. So, for everyone listening, someone had the
1: audacity to say that they don't like narrative games because of the amount of prep they have. To, they would have to make, and they don't have time for it. I
0: was just like you've yeah. never played a narrative game in your fucking life. <laughs> but D and D is just so much smoother.
1: That was that 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 exactly was the was the verbiage. Is that the OSR is so much easier and faster to run it was like okay no sure jan
0: (laughs) so i think we should uh get a little bit started on this and let's start with the neutral parties scott what would you say a sandbox game is i'm starting you off with the neutral because okay
1: so if you do a sandbox game it is i think a Probably a better example of a sandbox game is going to be something like Kingmaker um, or um, Isle of the Dread where it's wide open, you can do whatever you want to do. If you're first level and you're too stupid and you venture into the territory where the high level monsters are, there's no warning signs, you're just going to die. Um, And then it's going to have things, it'll have points of interest, I think is is a fair term, that are going to be scattered around that you know, are usually prepared in some way, shape, or form. Um, it's it's up to you how many. And that's kind of what a sandbox normally plays out as.
2: So I'm, I'm going to do something really quickly just to piss off Santa. Oh, God. You said Kingmaker and Isle of Dread. Assuming uh, we're talking about the same thing, mm-hmm. those would be, Isle of Dread is an old AD&D 1E adventure module,
4: mm-hmm. yep. which yep, Santa yep, yep. said
2: cannot be used in a sandbox.
4: Cool.
2: Kingmaker
0: is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Again, Sandbox Adventure. So what what's ball. what's the goal of both those ones? Just out of curiosity, what's the goal of King Kingmaker? maker?
1: Exploration.
0: Alright, and what's uh and I'll Dread I I Explore. have another exploration? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's fine. It's exploration on both. I mean you even got like uh, Carcosa and oh shit. What was the other one? The blue uh from losing but Carcosa, um yun soon, and there's one more that it's this it's part of carcosa's line but those are all also very open exploration and if you find points of interest you find random things well anyway anyway so yeah yeah those are modules. but it sounds I think I know where where Rich is going with what why he said what he said anyway does that do it for the neutral party of what a a sandbox
2: yeah and finder what's yours so For me, a sandbox has always been player agency. They can go wherever they want to go. The GM has no necessary ulterior motive other than here's a story. You may have a few uh, story hooks to get the the players interested in something. Because my experience with sandbox is if you sit at a table and you say, okay, players, what do you want to do? They look at each other going, "I, I created a character. Yeah. Okay. Most yep. most people don't know what they want to do, and so they look to the GM to say, "Okay, what are the rumors that are in in the bar that I hear in the tavern? Is there a job board somewhere?" Um, and, and that is a sandbox where the players get to choose where they go. Dude, okay, let, let's let's do this then.
3: Good. <laughs> I, see, I You you
0: almost you had it at first, but no, then, it, dude, but you dude, turned no. it you turned it into a theme park. No, I did not. A hundred percent.
4: Oh, okay how,
0: how, how is it
2: a theme park okay how is it a, a sand
0: park rp uh, sand, uh a sand park game uh not sand park <laughs> a sandbox game is meant to be where the players create their own fun the world itself does not care will not hand out missions there's stuff that goes on around the world and the players have to carve what? out their own fun when you start saying things like well okay i need a notice board i need things like that. no 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 I no no that's, that's not
2: all what I said. said.
3: that is that
2: what is you said is that is, that is not what i said that is not what... Okay. I, Scott, did I say that? Did I say you have to? You know, not say you have to.
3: You uh, say I said you
2: have play to. players ask about that. Yeah. Players just, ask. When you just, say players, what do you want to do? I don't know. I'm going to go look at the freaking job board. That but, is what players do. That is but, a player making his own fun and the GM having to provide something for them to go after. Otherwise, you'll get
0: characters that go, I'm going to go work at Starbucks. Yes, I know. But okay. now we're starting to... This. That's where the issue comes from, is that a sandbox game... In reality, is a pipe dream when it comes to tabletop RPGs for that same fact. What you're talking about when you start adding in those quests and all those missions and all that kind of stuff, that's where it becomes a theme park because it's still... No. No, let me finish. Dude. Because okay. a theme park RPG is a game where the players have complete agency to do whatever they want, what they can, but then there is these little things that they can go on to in order to have an a, a small experience of a story. AK you can go and do this mission for this cobbler who lost his dog in the in the mountains. You can start doing this. When you talk about a sandbox, you could do something like a political sandbox where you're all members of the same thing. Everyone has their own interior, interior motives, but your goals are to actually do your own objectives. You're not trying so, to take objectives from other things.
3: What now,
2: is the What is Then
0: I'm going to ask a question
2: here. Shoot. If the players are in control of everything... Not everything. I what, just is have, the point of the, what is the point of the GM? I didn't say they're in control of everything. So I what's said, the point of the GM in a sandbox? In
0: what you've described, what is the point of the GM? The GM's ro- guide is to actually react, not to okay. act on them. It's to so, react to their action. as a player. As a yes. player, I'm making my own fun. Yes. I'm in a tavern. Uh-huh. What rumors do I hear? What rumors do you hear? Well, Mm -hmm. then you just go off of what actually is occurring in the world. You can throw out rumors, but there's nobody who's going to be sitting there saying, well, you see, and I have this quest exactly for you. They'll have to hunt out the information and do what they want with it. And that's
2: exactly what you're doing. But why can you then not use an adventure module in that scenario? Because then you're starting to go off of a quest. No, I am not. The players are saying, what rumors do I hear? Well, I heard there is this dungeon Mm. over in this area. Or I've heard this. And the players say, oh, you know what? I think I want to go after that dungeon. Okay, great. I happen to have something that makes my job as a GM easier, and the players are still doing what they wanted to do. I did not tell them they have to go do that, and if they do that, that's great. If they don't do that, that's great as well. But if my job as a GM is to respond to what they want to do, why can I not use pre-made tools to do that? I didn't say you couldn't
0: use pre You said that's a theme park a adventure so, at that point.
1: Let me ask to, a question. To okay. a certain
0: extent it is, and this is where it gets convoluted. But uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Scott. I
1: was going to say, so from Santa's, Santa's perspective, uh, 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 a sandbox would have no directed goals, mm-hmm. right? And where, uh, and then the theme park would have the same effects as the sandbox but would have NPC quest givers. Like Skyrim. Skyrim is a theme park in your mind.
0: Uh Oh, yes. Yeah, Skyrim is 100% a theme park. Okay. Uh, there's only, like, I think t- there's very few. There's only, like, two or three video game pure sandboxes out there that have been successful. Minecraft. Uh, Minecraft is one. Yeah. Terraria is another. Where you're kind of just doing your own thing, mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. making a your own box. Then give me a sandbox TTRPG. um that's just it. there is no real ones the closest one that i can think of that is really where it's choosing your own adventure and it's and the world's only reacting to your what you want to do and is probably and i'm using it still kind of loosely is blades in the dark because you're creating your own band you're choosing where you start from you're doing your own missions in order to try and become successful you're trying to carve out uh the world around you there is no You know, there's a world, you can craft a world around the players completely, it's just, you're not supposed to be, like, finding them the... You're not supposed to find them the missions. You're not supposed to find that. The world will react how they react to them. So, in Blades, you're trying to start your own gang, and of course, just from existing, you know, you can pay off the gangs, so you're gonna piss off some other gangs, and that's the world reacting around you, and also, you can even do side things that the players are not even involved of, of the world just uh, continuing on. So if you heard a rumor about, uh, you know, these two gangs fighting, you can find out down the line that one of the gangs completely stole, like, took out part of the territory. The players were not involved in it, that's just how the world is starting to evolve and how it's kinda going. Um, and I still do not see
2: the difference between me having a bar, yeah. the players saying, I order a beer. Great, here's your beer. Okay, I'm listening to this, cook, this guy over in the corner talk to his buddy about something. What, what do I overhear? You overhear them talking about this thing. That sounds fun. I think I want to go do that. Great. I'm, you go off and do that. It's a module. Why is that no longer a sandbox just because I bring in a module?
0: is you're purposely adding something in there as no, an adventure. Not. A no, crafted, I am not. You are adding something into the world that is a crafted adventure meant for them to actually explore. It's not something that's automatically just magically... Uh, Dude, what world, what
2: world out there exists with nothing in it?
0: Okay, uh, I we actually said two of them. Terraria, which is just randomly no. generated nonsense, and also Minecraft, which they have added in some story. Minecraft later.
1: is not a TTRPG. No, yeah, because there is,
0: there is no uh, true sandbox well, so tabletop
1: RPG. I don't think that's totally true, because uh, Traveler, you just make characters, and you fly around fucking space and do whatever you want, and you yeah. make your own adventure, right? So I think Traveler is a good example of a sandbox ta- a, a RPG. Um, probably, which is going to sound weird, but I think you can do fantasy, but it seems easier to name the science fiction, a Star Wars, right? D6, you don't need yeah. a quest. You just fly around the galaxy and do whatever you want. Um, you could probably. So the moment I come up with a dungeon,
2: it's no longer sandbox.
0: No, it's not that it's, it's the moment that you hand out a quest, you could just call no. it a hint, but in the end of the day, you're doing a quest. Now, if you're not, if you're just doing it for your own. <laughs>
3: Because but it's the rumors outside. aren't
1: directed quests; they're just shit you over here. They're okay. shit you over here, and you decide you know, to go after it. But like, if there was someone saying, "Hey, I need to hire you to do something," yeah, then that's it becomes I, a
0: okay. You know what? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you that yeah. distinction. I'll give you yeah. that distinction where if it's the module is already in there and it's just implemented and it's there's no now. real quest and it's just a dungeon, yeah, okay, I'll give it to you. But if all of a sudden <laughs> it turns into a massive long quest afterwards, where why you're, why is keep- that a problem?
4: Because then it turns if, into
0: a
2: theme park. No. How?
0: It, if, it, if, I, if I, as a player, am
2: seeking out a job, yeah. and I find somebody mm. who wants to hire me for that job, yeah. why is that quest now a theme park? It's as just a player, play the nature, I sought it out. As a player, I sought it out. It's the nature of the definition. No. Yes, you said players is. make their own fun. Players make their own fun. Well, exactly. I, as a player, <laughs> sought out a
0: quest. I've made yes. my own fun. Yes, and now you're, as the GM, you're giving them that fun. You're yes. not, there's not the world. Yeah, exactly. You're giving them that fun by adding stuff into the world for them to actually do. That's yes. why I'm saying, yes. So that becomes a theme park. Now the No, no. Does.
2: And the does. Other, what you're saying is that player does not need, in a sandbox, players do not need a GM at all. They do not need direction. No, and I didn't give them direction. Yes, they asked did. for, they asked, they said, I am seeking out this. I am seeking out something to do. Yes. great. What are you doing? I am going to this dude and hear what he has to say. This dude has this to do. Great. Do you want to do that? No, it's not, it's not paying enough. I'm going to go over and do something
0: else now. And your great. logic, your logic makes a lot of sense, except for one fact. And it's not the GM who, it's not the GM who failed on that one. It's that the player's. For ninety nine point nine percent of games, need direction in order to play, and that's what makes the sandbox fails. It's why most sandboxes don't actually succeed. Now we are arguing over definitions right here, but as a definition, sandbox or where players create their own fun. What you're doing is giving them something to do. So because they sought it. Oh, go ahead, Scott. Go ahead.
1: So let me let me ask this the scenario. So. The players are in um wherever they are, right? They're in uh, some fantasy land, and it's uh, the wild lands, right? The wilderlands there's a whole bunch of stuff out there. You know, there's forest, there's wilderness. Oh. You know, there's some point of interest because you've heard a little bit here and there. You've discovered things on your own. You're in a bar, and you overhear, hey, uh, there is a, I don't know, an owlbear nest. Three days three days uh, ride to the, to the west. Mm-hmm. Now... That's still kind of in the, we've agreed that's in the realm of sandbox because they just overheard a rumor. And if they decide to act on it, they act on it. Yes. Now, now let me carefully take the scenario further. I would think this might be where, where Rich is going. If the players say, hey, that sounds interesting. Let's go get supplies and things. And they ask questions of, hey, what do you know about the an owlbear? Like, what's their weaknesses? Is that still within the realm of a sandbox? Because now they're Let's- still directing it themselves that's still right
0: in that's still in the realm of the sandbox the moment right. that it would leave the sandbox is if they get to that adventure node and all of a sudden there's a uh, damsel in distress and now you all of a sudden has to start have to start rescuing them and it starts a, a plot and that's essentially it is I see once you start creating plots in the game it no longer becomes a, sa- a sandbox that saying. is the stupidest definition of a
2: game I've ever it heard.: It
0: is, and that's why most of them don't work. And, and, and I just... don't
2: agree with it. I do not agree with it. And that's fine, but that's me, why we For me, we a sandbox have... is <laughs> mostly where you're at, where players get to have their agency and they can okay. go and they can do or they don't have to do if they don't want. It's like, whatever.
0: So what do you think? But the... the moment
2: you introduce a story, I mean, what is people play games because they want to experience something with their character. Yes. So and, and, that's and why, without a story, that's not happening. Without a story, most that's of them not fail. So, No, that, that 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 means there's zero sandbox TTRPGs. There is zero, there is zero TTRPGs, and yet 100%. we throw that term around, which means that your definition is an unrealistic definition. Okay,
0: then and what's what's the definition of a theme park? Because I will I, tell that, you, you then, are the first person I've ever heard use that term. And you know why? Because sandbox has just been. It, it's like using uh, fantasy. Fantasy is just a term that's been used so much that it can mean so many different things and there's no actual true meaning to it. When if you actually look at true definitions of things, that's where you start going. It's just like Scott with his Westmarch, where he was saying, as rules is written, this is what it is. And as rules is written, sandboxes, they don't function in a TTRPG scene. And that's why they only became popular as a title once video games started doing them. It's not a It's not a tabletop theme. It's a video game theme. And that's that's where that's why I'm making the distinction with these video games that all have done it because for one there's not many of them at all and most of the ones that try and do it fail like uh, I know um, there's a few recently that have failed and they usually try and make them PvP but unless you're doing something like Eve Online which you know, that's almost, there's a little bit of theme park, but that's mostly just the intro part to get the characters started to teach them the, how to play. But for the most part, it's all sandbox. Now, my question to you is, what do you think a theme park RPG is? I've never heard the term theme park RPG until okay. now. So
2: you have the complete definition, I suppose, but your definition overlaps with my theme of a sandbox because there is no real sandbox based on your definition of there can be no story there can be no story that is not there's no such thing when it comes to ttrpgs there's no such thing as no story Mm -hmm. and i would agree and and yet we and i'm just saying before we use sandbox before ttrp or before video games
0: I don't know. But well, in the anyway, hobby we
1: did. Yeah. So let me ask yeah. a question. I, I'm just so I'm trying to have the the, the logistician here. Yeah.
4: Um,
1: so let's say we go to the owlbear den. We yeah. whoop the shit out of the owlbear. And then we find, I don't know, like uh, an old relic that the wizard uh, understands to be part of this lost culture. And part of what we find also indicates hey, there's a set of ruins to the south let's go do that and either we can go back to town and regroup or we can just continue on in the wilderness does that still stay in the realm of sandbox
0: that would still be sandbox because it actually makes sense with the world itself and you're not being force-fed it you could they could have taken it and just done nothing with it
2: now so why why have the things that i've said already followed outside of sandbox just because i'm using a pre-made module it's not the pre-made
0: module it's the quest now i now i just want to i want to ask you what do you think a theme park or uh, what do you think a theme park is i don't know i don't know because can i tell you what is, it is yeah, sure i've asked you for that tell me the definition of i know that, and i keep on like getting the talked over whenever i say it. okay no. a theme park rpg is an open world game that just has different things added to it that the players can experience that are pre-made stories or, uh, you know, missions, campaigns. But overall, they still have the agency to do whatever they want. That is a theme park. They have the agency to do what they want, but then they can go on these rides and they do these campaigns and then hop off of it and go on to the next one.
2: But it they sounds don't like have video, to. it. sounds like video gamers decided they needed to make a different definition for something that already existed. <laughs> As sandbox.
1: Well, the theme park is more guided. I understand what he's saying. The theme I mean,
0: park is more guided, yes.
1: Yeah, it's more guided with um, quest lines involved, and I'm trying to think of a better way of putting it. But, I mean, I, I understand where where Santa's coming from on this. I really do.
4: Um,
2: guided by whom, though? Let me ask that by question. The GM. By the
1: GM. By the GM.
2: Because when I gave examples yeah. of quests that the players asked for, I was a theme park, and yet the players asked for that. As a GM, I was merely responding to something that they asked for.
1: Yeah, like talk about the rumors and all that jazz. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That that's. I mean, we, we. Everyone, I think everyone agrees that that was still within the realm of uh, sandbox because it's players. Santa yes, it didn't though.
0: Santa, I, jumped, I might, I might have jumped the gun on that part, but it's the moment that it starts turning into quests. That's where it starts to lose its sandboxy nature and becomes a theme park. See, and I, I, I it's your, you're, agree. you're creating, it's a, it's a you're creating direction, and it yeah. is a very, it is, it is a very small distinction, but that's the it's distinction like, between doing it because it is very, it is very narrow. But it's just like how a West March campaign, it can change just a small amount of it, but because the West March game is sp- written as it's supposed to be, if you change it, it's no longer West March. And that's the, that's the issue with styles of plays is because we're looking at all these different little things that can change it. Now you can have a mostly sandbox game that has some theme park elements. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just having a pure sandbox.
3: That
0: is, it, 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 it's it's a pipe dream. There's no, There's no such thing, thing as a pure sandbox. Based on what you're describing,
2: there is no such thing 100%. ever as a pure sandbox. Except for in
1: video game realms. <laughs> Oh, you 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 you, you agree yeah, yeah. that like traveler could be a sandbox. A traveler, you just yeah, make mean, characters and I, I there's no you, direction really. Yeah. When you had you can't have direction, but you the don't traveler have to traveler also
0: has Pirates of Drynax.
1: Yeah, it has a campaign setting.
0: Yeah, and yeah. once you do a campaign, then it's no longer a sandbox. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, I a disagree. Theme park. I still disagree with you. Because I your act- definition is unrealistic. The
2: definition of a sandbox DTRPG that you are giving is one hundred percent unrealistic.
1: I, Which means it think, does not exist. I don't well, think it's unrealistic. I think you really can do it with Traveler. I think you can do it with any game. You no, can no. From do what it. he's
2: saying, though, the moment you bring in a plot, the moment you bring in well, a, a quest of any sort, it leaves the sandbox and becomes theme park. So, to That's be fair, Santa
3: has said.
1: right? To be fair, I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think he. I think he, Santa. You can your your understanding of that directed quests and plot lines can be two different things, right? If you're discovering like the pattern to an ancient set of ruins, and you've got you're going from rumor to rumor to rumor, based on your decision making, yeah,
0: and your actual hunt for it,
1: right? That's a plot line, but that's a plot line the characters are deciding upon themselves. Yeah, they and to they're kind it. of
0: creating. Yeah, okay.
1: And then yeah. the quest lines are
0: yeah. And I I actually was thinking about how you could do uh, a true sandbox RPG, and the only way I could thought. I thought about how it could actually work is if you had multiple groups working in the same world and marches, (laughs) kind of yes. West marches is really a theme park, except it would be more of a persistent world where where it's all like based in a single city or something like that, where the world is defined enough that the players can you know do whatever they want. They can start. Parting up with other people to get their own, like you know, to get their own goals within the city, but it it it's not an easy. And like hell, I don't know. Maybe the Discord's going to roast me over this shit. Who knows? But I'm just saying, like we there's there's a definition that we kind of have to look at and solidify in order to understand. And, and this if... is where I'm going to take upset, excep- take exception.
2: And this is me saying video gamers have yeah. usurped. TTRPG Nomenclature We used to be gamers We are no longer gamers Exclusive We we now have to define I am a TTRPG gamer Because Mm -hmm. freaking video gamers Oh I'm a gamer No Bullshit You're not gamers You're video gamers You're not a fucking You you guys came in And stole the term Gamer from us And now Mm -hmm. you're stealing The term sandbox Because sandbox existed Before video games Decided to Well if there's a plot Of any sort It's no longer sandbox Bullshit Sandbox existed for TTRPGs before.
3: This is before. I am not allowing
2: video
0: gamers to take this from us, too. There you go. Unfortunately, the numbers are on their side. Yeah. I don't give a shit. But you, you know, it's it's kind of ironic because if you actually ask a lot of even gamers, they wouldn't. Video they would gamers start... or TTRPG gamers? We now have to Ooh. specify. Well, of Ooh. course, the ones with the mass, masses of numbers who have stolen it from you. <laughs> but video <laughs> so gamers... the people without imagination. Exactly. Uh even they don't most of them will just call it sandbox because the def, the definitions themselves are more used in industry kind of styles opposed to for the average gamer. And like the fact that you've never heard sand uh you haven't heard theme park, I'm not surprised. And it, the only reason why I know about it is because I follow some game design comp, uh uh like game design uh people on YouTube who talk about the differences and how the actual games function. And it's the only way I actually know the term theme park. So mm-hmm. It's more of a subset of a sandbox RPG. It's
3: more of a guided version of a sandbox. Rich is just like, fuck this. No, is no, I, no, I, no. I I,
2: by your definition of sandbox as being overly narrow and inaccurate based on TTRPGs. And not only inaccurate, but nearly impossible. I think it is so narrowly focused. It never existed. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, you, we use the term sandbox long before this. But the and why it's it impossible admitted,
0: is because of the players.
2: But, but I, I, my, my Coriolis game was a sandbox game. They, they came in. I used pre-written adventures that they could go on stuff. They chose not to, and I would alter my plans and do different things. I mean, a lot of it was centered around that character. There there was a character arc that the entire party got involved with, and they they loved it, and that was great. But you know what? I still use pre-written adventures within that story arc even. Mm -hmm. And the the moment I bring in pre-written adventures, according to your earlier definition, is it's no longer a sandbox, but it was 100% sandbox. Just because you use pre-written stuff, doesn't make it not sandbox. So a theme park and, you can
1: still go around. There's still yeah. You know, you can still do other yeah. things. You know, it's not a linear or a railroad I agree. thing. Yeah. I agree. So what,
2: yeah. what I'm going to say though is that the TTRPG of Sandbox has never been as narrow as what Santa's purporting. The 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 TTRPG definition of sandbox has been what Santa calls a theme park.
1: I don't I and you both have said the same thing, which is very curious and also highly honest is that the reason we don't do sandbox pure sandboxes is because it is the players. Yeah. I yeah. can't I can't fathom telling people, hey make your characters, show up. Okay, we're starting out in Sharn. What do you want to do?
0: Yeah. They, they, really, and-
1: they really would just sit there. Or you'd have six different mm-hmm. fucking answers.
0: And the but only I way still- you oh, go, ahead. No, go ahead go ahead.
2: Go ahead. You, go, I was you, go gonna go ahead.
0: be like the only way you could maybe have uh a sand like a pure sandbox and i'm saying pure sandbox as the narrow definition is if the players themselves had a good understanding and details of the world that would be a way that it could potentially be done and that's why i kind of threw in blades of the dark because this Mm -hmm. world itself is not really set so the players can really create the world as it's going on and it, you could have more of a sandboxy type of feel with that game, but overall, you're not usually going to get that. For one, um, players themselves don't tend to read anything but the character ge- generation stuff. You're not wrong. And yeah. even if you, even if, even if someone was out there and he's like, I want to write up the perfect world and have everything like that, the players, even if they come into it hearing, yeah, we're going to try and do a pure sandbox, I bet you. There's one person who read five pages, gave up, and another person just glanced at it 20 minutes before the game started. Yep. Oh, I, I've got friends
2: that I will write up a summary of the setting, and they still don't read that. And that's yeah, okay. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, the, 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 the part where I still object, though, is that the moment you bring in any sort of outside material, it becomes
1: no longer sandbox.
4: And well, the, you could
2: I, use the... I vehemently disagree with that.
1: But you, you could use the modules. It's just... yeah. For Santa's purpose, again, he did. He did, you know, say that it's the moment that you, as the GM, provide the quest for them to go on. Like you tell them, "Hey, there's a stranger who approaches you. You, you know, you see the old man in the inn, and that kind of shit." That's where he is. Like, then it becomes directed because you are giving them the hook. They're not seeking a hook out for themselves.
4: Mm-hmm. It's a.
1: It's like passive versus active, right? Is what? No, is I, agree. I agree. I Might be a better way of of thinking about it.
2: Oh, I agree, but what I heard Santa say is the moment I put a plot in there, whether the players sought it out or not, the moment the plot becomes in there, it's it leaves sandbox.
0: It, it's and the that, moment you start, it's the moment you start directing them. That's where it starts. You know. Why does a plot direct them? Well, because they end up starting to follow exactly what the plot goes, and that's more of a fault Only of if they want to, to. Only, only if they want to. Yeah. And a little bit of a side note, kind of funny. I just got a text from the wifey saying you're yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Rich is too. This is the greatest episode. Last week I was, like, I sound like a maniac. I know. I, know. I even said when well, we were talking about this beforehand, <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is gonna be the first time that uh, Scott's gonna be the comic. The group. <laughs> <laughs> I love the
3: shit. <laughs> oh, it's no. I amazing. Mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I don't know, I just, I don't, I just, it's, it's a, this is a very cool t- topic, because it's like, like, I know, I know Eberron pretty well, <laughs> I, mean, I can run an Eberron game, we playing an Eberron game, yeah. and I could find things to do if you, if, if, uh, if you set, you know, say, hey, what are you gonna do, and I play, like, you know, a dragon, march, whatever, I could go find it too because I understand the engine of the house, I understand what my house's goals are, I, even if I was in hogs. Um, in Sharn, yeah, man, um, I don't, I don't know, I, and to be fair, I don't think I've ever really done anything like that, because I think GMs, we feel uh, all yeah, To yeah. have something to do, right, for everyone. Um, I, I, I just sound like a really interesting idea. Yeah, okay, what is you it? Know, okay, you know, everyone, you know the plot. lot of uh, everyone very well, you know all that stuff, right? Um, actually, I'm going to Switch over to Dragonlance, just for the sake of this. I yeah, have a little bit more knowledge. <laughs> but <laughs> let's say in Dragonlance, you knew you know all the adventures and everything like that. But what if you're not the hero? What if you're just the people in the story of the campaign that's actually happening? Uh, the main thing you're not the main characters. You're just you're in this world that's going to shit. While there's the actual heroes out there who are making the big changes. So you didn't have you to play after capitalism. capitalism. I, run, I run. Yeah. I got a
0: bunch of. Uh... Hey, it's Santa right here. Just a heads up, the audio of the recording kind of really started crapping out for about a minute or so. So I'm just going to summarize it. Just so you know, uh, when it goes back to playing, you will hear a little bit of jumping for the first like five, 10 seconds. But that's just because Scott is starting a part after what I'm about to say. So he was talking about Dragonlance and how much he knows the setting and all that kind of stuff. And I propose hey, would you be able to actually run a sandbox game? In Dragonlance, but you're not the main characters or anything like that. You're just some of the people in the world during the Cataclysm or pre Cataclysm or whatever. And that's where Scott's going to start talking right now about essentially Dragonlance and Sandbox.
3: Dragonlance games pre Cataclysm when the continent was still whole because you know, you know the closer you play to the downfall of this tar- I like a fucking nerd. The further closer you play to the downfall of this tar, the more interesting it gets for what talking
1: about is like because as players well if you're well read you understand what's coming and you know and you could you could seed little things in there uh, and then when i ran to Lattice, which for the uninitiated to Lattice is the other side of kryn um we had a scion of a noble house of naraka um he went all the way up through the ranks as a cleric of uh Tichesis. And he had a dragon. He, uh, but he fled the dragon armies, and he took him and his dragon to Teladas. And that doesn't have the ba- well, baggage is an interesting word. It doesn't have the baggage of Ancelon, and so it became a true sandbox for his character because he's a fucking thirteenth level cleric of Takhisis with a goddamn red dragon named Red October, by the way, and uh, <laughs> and um. And his retinue, because he, he was, uh, we were using, it was first edition, right? So he had the cavalier rules in place. So he had his lancers and his banner, his bannerets, and everything else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of like thinking about like the settings, but I don't know, man. Like I almost feel guilty now for never having just said, hey, make characters that want to go and do shit and I'm yeah. not going to guide you. I'm just going to respond to what you do. I've never actually, I've never really actually started a game that way.
0: Well, and the, and that kind of comes down to the fact that even as players, and I'm pro, I would be just as guilty of it, especially in a world like Eberron or a world like Dragonlance where I'm, I've only like grazed through it, I wouldn't have no idea what to do because I don't really know the world itself. And that's where it would be a fault to me. It's just like, uh, and I'm going to bring up video games, sorry, Finder it's Not just okay. like it, and and the only reason why i am is just to show the dichotomy between this but if you put someone who's never played minecraft never looked up minecraft or anything like that into the world and said do what do what you got to do they would look at the game and be like i have no idea what to do they wouldn't realize that you could punch a tree to get wood right. and then turn that into weird thing i i don't play minecraft i'm just using. no yeah you're you're you're, but, you're you're tracking right but yeah. You 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 wouldn't realize what to do, and I think 90% of people would drop out of that game and say, this is a pointless game, but it's because there's so much out there nowadays that people are able to look at it and be like, oh, I understand what I'm supposed to do. They do follow a little bit of, you know, a formula in order to get started, but after that, then it's just really like, what the hell do you want to do? I don't know, I'm going to go explore this caves. so I'm going to walk over to the east until... You know, whoever knows, I'm going to try and find this biome. Like, you, you just... You try and do what you want to do without any real direction.
2: See, and I think, though, the difference with Minecraft, from what I've seen of it, yeah, it, it's it's digging, it's building stuff, and that's about it. No. You know, there's,
0: there's killing. Well,
2: there's the creepers or whatever they call them, right?
0: I mean, no,
1: there's a lot of skeletons, zombies. You can, build, you can, like, build machines. Never mind. World.
0: That's yeah, you, boring. <laughs> yeah, you can make machines in it, too. Minecraft uh, isn't can, boring there's also like their version of hell and they have like a nether world. And... yeah
1: and when you upgrade your um, items and you got to get certain materials i mean it's actually uh the game can be some pretty educational purposes um but i just i'll take your word for it but yeah i did
3: like, i, mean, I, I, just, I, I was, like, want to do something cool
1: yeah, yeah i mean well dungeon dragons is coming to minecraft soon it's gonna have a full storyline and characters and everything so we'll all we'll, we'll play minecraft together on a
0: stream oh shit I think this, I I gotta I I gotta I gotta find it, but I'm pretty sure well, do, I, like I bought it like five. 10 yeah, years I've ago. had it forever.
1: My son would spend hours oh. on it because you know he oh. couldn't do much um, physical activity. So oh. we can um uh, we'll do the three man band in uh, Minecraft. Oh my god. That's been great. <laughs> Watch Uh, fucking watch Rich's fucking clerk punching trees and shit. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like what are you doing, Rich? I'm not getting more wood so I can make shovels and shit.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm still I really
0: I'm really stuck on the loop
1: of like I think most people are gonna come to the table, especially new players, Mm -hmm. because they've watched videos online and they're gonna expect a story out of the out of the the stupid monkey at the head of the table.
0: Yeah. And I, I I've I remember I tried playing actually in a sandbox game for it was um monsters of the week, I'm pretty sure. It, really? it had like something like twenty or so people in it. That's a uh, tough
4: one.
0: Yeah, it, it didn't go well. No. Um and essentially it was just like um one one of the players would say, Hey, I heard rumors about blah blah happening in this side of the town and then we just you know people say yeah okay i'm down i'm down too and then they would go and they would explore whatever the town was and start creating their own stories and then there there would usually be a gm in it who would just be there to essentially narrate what's happening and of course they always end up finding it because that's what they're looking for but like yeah i don't know but the the gms themselves you could tell who were playing were just not having fun
1: i'm just watching rich's face as it changed when (laughs) all the words that left your mouth. Okay. Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, it's just I I don't know. Minecraft has no interest to me at all. It sounds boring. It sounds boring. He's talking about Monster of the Week. No, I know, and that sounds boring too. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, it was. Yeah. I I, I play I play games because I want to do fun stuff. It's like,
1: yeah, investigative games. I don't think are good for sandboxes. Those are very um, burst moments.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think you I think a good sandbox can have some investigation. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but don't focus the entire thing on that.
1: Yeah, like I couldn't imagine running a sandbox in Arkham. I just like what are you gonna do? Like, you know, we get together and then what? are well, we're gonna drive to old Keija's house?
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I I think there needs to be like very specific themes to the game in order for a sandbox to kind of even have a chance and i don't know and i agree like in order to play a sandbox as a sandbox uh like a true sandbox it's it's going to be nigh impossible to actually get people invested into it and everything like that it's i
1: really do think traveler might be your answer for a true sandbox i really do because it's there's so many planets in the universe, and they better, have enough
0: randomly generated. One hundred percent, right? And yeah, you,
1: yeah. so you know, on Dun on dot dun, dun, bin, um, that yeah, will yeah. generate an entire random system for you and tell you where the kind of start port it is and, what, and all that yeah. all that jazz. So, yeah, you could just say, "Hey," and, you know, if you've ever seen the Traveler map that's online, right. that some bitch is amazing oh yeah you can zoom all the way out to Uh galactic or you can zoom all the way in and you can start picking and it'll tell you how far between your current position how many parsecs it is so you could have your players and have that thing running and i've seen it done on some actual plays where that map is like the centerpiece video on a flat screen laying down and the players are driving the star chart right the gm doesn't need to do any of that shit, and the players are basically their their navigation console yeah. and on courses and shit. I really do think Traveler would do what you wanted to do. You'd have to be willing to play science fiction that doesn't involve Jedis and all that shit. oh, oh you, you
0: can have psionics.
1: You can not have psionics, yeah, yeah, true.
0: So yeah. Just... just out of curiosity, yeah. uh, I haven't looked at these systems that much. I've looked a little bit mm-hmm. at Worlds Without Numbers, but would Worlds Without Numbers, or maybe even their new yeah. version, which I haven't really seen, Cities Without Numbers, what could you... Think that those ones would work as maybe? Uh,
1: yeah, so worlds, a, yeah, worlds a without sandbox. numbers. Yeah, oh. worlds without numbers can work. It's the same principle. It's just a stupid right. science fiction game where it's open ended, right. right? I think that's the, the. God, man, it might be the 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 more vast the world is, the universe is, the easier it is to do a sandbox.
0: You no, know, because like well, if I put you on, go. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think fantasy in general would probably so, be the hardest to sandbox. No, I disagree. But it shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Here's why I disagree.
2: A, B, and D, first edition. There yeah. was no world. There was no world. And there were adventure modules that you could go into, and those could be put wherever the DM wanted them to be for the well, players it, to encounter or not encounter. ad and had a world that had Greyhawk. That did not come until later on. Oh. Initially, ad and the Players Handbook, DMG, and Monster Manual, there was no setting. It was completely setting agnostic. In fact, it, I never even played Greyhawk yeah. until... Heck, I, I've never really even played Greyhawk.
1: Probably... Eighty, oh, when did Greyhawk the box set come out? Because they mentioned the you know Greyhawk yeah. was one of the expansion books for mm-hmm. original Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, as so as Secrets of Blackmoor. Um, yep. but yeah, but, um, but I mean
2: uh, the the original yeah. the, the the trio the the holy trio of D and D did not have it did not have a setting and it did not even have an implied setting.
1: No, not at all. In fact, it even I, I like to point this out to people. There's a, the chapter you make your characters. It literally says you can play fucking dragons using the yeah. old D and D rules and astronauts and shit, but that's a, that's a, that's an imagine trademark <laughs> <pending> <laughs> fucking conversation of how just boring players are some days.
4: But um, I mean, it,
2: so right damn. now I'm playing forbidden lands. Forbidden lands is in my opinion, a sandbox. There are adventure sites that can be encountered, mm-hmm. but the players themselves are directed to you guys are a band. What are you guys doing? And yeah. then as they go explore the world, and that game is centered around a hex crawl mechanic. I mean, they have mm-hmm. a journey mechanic that you yeah. go from hex to hex and things happen. Random so encounters happen. And so F- Forbidden Lands is sandbox. And yet we still have these pre-written adventure sites that can be encountered as well. Um, but so Forbidden they, Lands is a blast.
1: Yeah, Forbidden Lands is, is definitely a fantasy sandbox because you, have have, mm-hmm. you don't have to have someone saying, you know, I need you to go to this old cave and find this thing. Yeah. Right, so yeah,
2: yep. You, you hear rumors and you hear legends, and then the players decide yeah. if they want to see, see, uh, seek those up. But I, I still feel that somebody giving a quest doesn't make it not sandbox.
1: Yeah, it's definitely directed. It, it, it's it, directed,
2: but it's direction yeah. that the players may have been seeking out. And if the play, now if I walk yeah. up to you and say, "Hey, you look like a band of adventurers, and I I am here to hire some people because <laughs> it's Saturday morning." <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean,
3: yeah, sure. Oh wait, but, so it's like the question mark first,
2: right? Yeah, exactly.
3: exactly. And, so, yeah. I, I
0: mean, it, question mark is once you succeed on the quest, and now you're sort of handed in. Yeah, that's right. Jesus. Exclamation marks.
2: So, I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think they have to have that, but I, I still don't see a problem with people seeking out a quest and be able to go on it, and that that's okay. Yeah,
1: um, it's, it's the seeking out part. That's that's the. That's yeah,
2: the,
1: it, 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 I think it may feel like splitting hairs, but I think there is a vast difference between the players. Initiate again it's active voice versus mm-hmm. passive voice mm-hmm. and the passive voice is the players sit around with their their <laughs> the players sit around <laughs> and wait wait for the gm to end. almost got real navy ah the players sit around I always... and wait for the gm to <laughs> do something now anyway. I, I will say though
2: where does where does so a lot of times players coming into a new game have no idea what's going on and so yeah. the GM may have the question mark character hand out a quest initially. And then players get a feel for the world after that and go, oh hey, I can do this now. And they go around on their own at that point. And, and then, so I mean, some sandboxes, you need to have that less player directed focus just to get the game like, like to get to get the
3: game see, moving.
0: And see, you can have a game that kind of does. Um, that kind of does different things. And Scott, is Finder also frozen on your screen too? Yeah,
4: yeah, he froze. I just
1: I took a screenshot of him. Oh, okay, yeah, purest, yeah. That's, that's, that, 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 that was the purest huge, I, laugh and
3: smile I've ever seen. I know, life. I love it. That, that's <laughs> I mean, perfect. I love it.
0: Um, and you can have like a sandbox game with some theme park elements to it, there's nothing wrong. With, oh, did we lose them? No, there okay. no, is. And funny. you can have, uh, yeah, and it's the same thing, it like because at the at the start of the game like people do need a way to uh-huh. uh to Is find that... themselves in the no no he's fine he's backing I... down already Here no no go. no you're I, that's why <laughs> you can have a sandbox game with theme park elements because you can you could fi- you could eventually get to a point where it starts off as a campaign and then it turns into a sandbox once you're done that and you're really just doing whatever the hell you want if you want at that point to overthrow the government or something like that you can do that. That that's a, that's more sandbox. You can evolve the setting as it goes. You don't necessarily need to always keep it as a pure sandbox or a pure theme park or a pure narrative I reject, campaign. I reject your definition of sandbox
2: still. I do not accept eh, it. That's fine, that's fine. That's fine. Your, your definition of theme park is sandbox <laughs> in the TTRPG world. Just so we're clear, I, right. I refuse to accept the video gamer definition of sandbox.
0: It's okay. D and being turned into a video game, so you, it, it's getting even smaller. The community. No, I'm kidding. But ah, you know, sad. you're far. I know, off. and it's and it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's
3: sad. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, most of them, <laughs> I mean, most, yeah, most games now are designed because of video mm-hmm. games.
4: So.
0: I I actually saw one. Oh, it was a Kickstarter where the person's making a TTRPG game that they wanted to also blend with a video game world and be more interactive digitally and i'm just like whatever Uh, well it it, it sounds like they're it sounded like they're trying to make something like divinity original sin but they wanted it to be more open so that the gm can go and kind of do what he wants almost kind of like divinity or original sin when you use the campaign editor
1: i mean you could i think i know a way of actually doing that
3: yeah
1: yeah you could um yeah, I think you could do it. I just don't know if it'd be fun, because that means you're required to play a video game on top of...
0: You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's no. the weird
1: part. Or, like, I don't know. It,
0: and it, it, it kind of comes down to... And, like, it's weird, because we are talking about kind of, like, a video game terms in the style of tabletop RPGs, just because it has become almost, like, more common than TTRPG players. So they've almost adopted and altered... It, and and it, it is almost like, um, I know, maybe just, I should maybe
2: I should. Uh, I, I, I will be the Rebel Alliance. That's, that's yeah, I, I am that's the Rebel cool. Alliance.
3: I, love it. Um, I, I know. Love I love just to
2: the to the video gamers. Like I wanted to
3: say
0: something, but I can't. You say yeah. it. You can say it. You can. I love say
1: watching it. your face, Rich. Oh. I love <laughs> this. This is my favorite episode so far.
2: the thing that pisses me off though is when people come say yeah I've got RPG experience and they're talking about video games it's like no that's not RPG experience so maybe that's why Uh, um I don't know forget
1: it it's like last week when I got uh, I'll say because it's funny chastised about about the comedy and uh, people will hopefully listen by whenever that episode hot, spicy topic episode comes out. Um, That's tomorrow, right? It is tomorrow. <laughs> um, it, it's just... I just we lose Santa?
0: Uh, no, I'm just changing my lighting I'm, quick.
1: Oh, changing my shirt real fast. <laughs> i um, changing my shirt, though. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like... Like we were talking about is... Some of these people define tabletop gaming in some weird fucking ways lately. Yep. Uh, and comedy for me is not, uh, not fucking one of them and it won't ever be one of them unless it's a game that's specifically dialed in on it. I will never fucking concede that I read Dungeons and & Dragons and think, oh, this is a comedy game. Yeah, I, think and, fucking, yeah. ooh, 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 I think you're fucking... I think you're fucking stupid if you do that. God, <laughs> and damn. I think
0: we touched on the topic only a little bit, and it, you even... you We were talking after it, and I think it almost yeah. kind of didn't blow your mind, but almost saddened you in a way from our discussion yeah. afterwards, which it's going to have to be it might be an episode itself but maybe how yeah,
1: the, the, the hobby
0: is no longer what it used to be and it's because it's slowly evolving and yes I agree that tabletop RPGs came before video games but unfortunately nowadays most of the people who are getting into it their first experiences are not tabletop RPGs because they're not as accessible and get off my lawn yeah exactly I mean, and what it and feels it, like yeah, and it, it, you know what and it's it's kind of sad because you we are starting to lose like we try and throw it in with these systems like dark darker Who's claiming to be an old-school game? But the truth is is those old-school games are not necessarily just about how the, the mechanics of the game and how deadly it was or anything like that It was how the feeling of the game was and we don't have those feelings anymore Because they have been changed by society by culture by technology and we've had all these different advancements and in a way, it, it it morphs anything that is considered older into fitting how it's going to be nowadays. And it, it is sad that most games, you will never have a serious game. Most players will never have a serious game. They might have little tidbits of serious parts in it. But it's just that doesn't exist in most games. And especially since D&D is the, the major one there is no serious gameplay in DD. i will die with that rule because the mechanics themselves do not perpetuate a serious game you will never face any serious risk you will never face death-defying stunts you will never face any of those things because 99.99 percent of time once you get past level one you will never die unless you do something completely and utterly stupid to the point where the GM just says, well, yeah, you can't lift up a 50-pound boulder or stop it while it's flying down from a mountain. You're dead. That's the only way you're gonna die in D&D nowadays, by doing something that's absolutely so stupid, and even then the GM might just kind of like, wink, brush it off and be like, well, you know, you got you took 46 damage, uh, you're down to one save. you gotta do a saving throw now. Oh, you're fine now. Yeah, you didn't just get crushed by a dire boulder. It's the, it's the mechanics. It's the systems. They don't have the feeling anymore.
1: Yeah. And sorry, I'm not, I'm not deliberately not paying attention, but you're not wrong. So I will read a comment on a game that I'm running. Yeah, no problem. And it just came in, right? So it is another great session. The fact that there is a constant realistic threat to the lives of the PCs gives a level of emotional investment for everyone watching and playing. It's crazy, I know.
0: yeah. It's sad that, and it's almost crazy that that is seen as crazy nowadays. And even with our whole topic with, you know, sandbox and all that stuff, it does come down to the fact that in modern days, they they don't necessarily, the the definitions do change. Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: they don't mean the same thing. And I think even just this whole conversation is really just showing me as a person who's experienced Who who played MMOs when I was twelve years old, and I didn't start TTRPGs until I was twenty one, I think, or something like that. I don't have those experiences, the old times. I don't have those experiences of you know knowing all the stuff that ways that you guys played before. I only know of how it's played now, and it it seriously has almost stunted me in a way. But at the same time, it's what what do you expect with the culture and the games that we have nowadays?
4: sure
0: Ah, uh, this has turned sad hasn't it it? is really
1: sad because it yeah. is you know it, in gaming is i don't know man it's such a weird thing but like you know we talked about before back in the day it wasn't your character that we challenged i didn't give a fuck what your character was doing yeah. your character was the avatar that you interacted with the game world through so i needed you to solve the puzzles i needed you to figure out that they're where a switch for the trap might be you know, you didn't roll intelligence or dexterity to do any of that shit. You told me, hey, I'm going to look over in this. In fact, in fact, the first edition of the game didn't even have a thief in it. Everybody yeah. was a thief, you know. And while I do, I do concede and understand how that is, can be taken as unfair. Um, and that's a whole different conversation that I mean, we've talked about it before a couple of times. But yeah, it really was. It was a challenge to you, the player, yeah. and not you, the character.
2: Well, um, Tomb of Horrors was designed specifically for
1: that. Bro, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you you had no recourse but to pay the fuck attention as a player and map every little detail. That's why they had the stupid handouts for all the art, right? Because yeah. the clues were all in that artwork, and you were like, hold on now, what were the fucking colors of those stupid orbs again? All right, where are the orbs? Which, hand, which, which motif is yep. touching the, you know, and you had to really pay attention to think your way through it. And then even some of the shit was just trial and error, the green devil face. You know, I stick yeah. my 10-foot pole in. Okay, cool, it goes in. I pull it back out. You have a five foot pole now. You're like, oh yeah. shit! Or you get the dumb is like, well, I ran a party through it, and he's like, well, I just take my left hand through it because it's my weak hand.
3: <laughs>
1: well, now you're a one handed ranger. I'm not sure how that bow shit's going <laughs> to work out. <now. laughs>
0: and kind of going more onto the sad campaign, I kind of just realized that I think even some some games and some settings just they wouldn't work nowadays. Like, the one that I'm thinking of is, like, Paranoia, because everyone just sees it as slapstick co- a comedy, even though that was a little bit of social commentary. But it was mm-hmm. not about the characters themselves being absurd. It was about the world being absurd and the players having to work around it. But unfortunately, that nuance, I think, would be lost. And I don't know. I, I know that they have new edition that's coming out. just It kickstarted started a couple months ago with the, mm-hmm. the perfect edition. And I'm just wondering... Is it going to capture that? And if it does capture it, are people even going to know that's what it is? Because it's a nuanced setting that doesn't explicitly say, hey, you're normal. Everyone just... The problem that I think with par- the
2: Paranoia is going to have is it is very much a Cold War TTRPG. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that the commies are the main threat yeah. Or the main perceived threat, right? Yeah. In paranoia, yeah. um, it is not it, it's not going to really work nowadays. Yeah,
1: yeah. they I switched
0: mean, there, I think, to traitors now. I think switch what they now. It's a tr- now they just say traitors. Oh, They're interesting. a traitor.
1: Yeah, I think that um, people will miss the point with paranoia. That paranoia wasn't get as many characters killed as I could. You actually wanted mm-hmm. to survive, and you wanted to do your be your as smart as you could to keep that one character running as long as possible because it shows you, you were clever. And you, yeah. can, you, were, you, you were clever in your verbiage and your actions.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, no. and, and the idea was to... The, the main threat in paranoia was not the world, but the other players. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. the world yeah. presented yeah. threats, but it was, how can I turn this threat into mm-hmm. my advantage over my other players? Because I want to be the last one standing yep. at the end of this game, so nobody is there to refute yep. what, I'm, what I'm going to
1: say. Yeah, it was like King of the Hill putting a tabletop yeah. game. It was amazing. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's even like what is it? I think another game that suffers a little bit, and I think it's a it's a genius game. But again, it's not something that most people get. It's the Bedlam Holes. Oh, that game. Okay. It, it, familiar, it, it's a um it's a it's it's a pbta it's it's for horrible people you wouldn't like it uh but it's
1: um (laughs) you actually would like i think it would be good to play with it no 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 i was
0: just saying what did he say when he said whenever you should actually when someone asks about the game it's a terrible game oh I yeah, yeah that's, exactly that's right. uh, he, dave, he, yeah. yeah yeah even dave uh the creator he was he said he's like yeah whenever someone asked me about the game game my response is always oh it's terrible you wouldn't like it oh man and it's just because that's the that's the feel of the game that you're supposed to have yeah. um even so, though you may have a blast but um,
1: right so but- so imagine you're a servant in the adams family house except yeah. they're diabolical fucking criminally insane fucking sexual deviance from the 1800s. But you're a servant who has to make sure the house and the family order stays intact.
0: Yeah. What did he say? It was like Downton Abbey meets something else. I
1: yeah. Think it, yeah. It, it's a very interesting project. Yeah. He wrote most of it in a fever dream. It's in the preface. Um, but yeah, I don't think that would, I, you might be right. That might be a tough one to get across to people. Mm-hmm. spirit of 77 is a tough one to get across to people until they realize like there's a method to the madness and then they start to go along with it
3: yeah
1: i don't know i'm super depressed now.
0: i am too I'm
1: like... <laughs> but now i kind
0: of i just yeah, part of me is like hey let's make
1: some let's make some characters and
0: i'm not gonna tell you what to do with them I know this was just supposed to be a fun topic that me and Finder yelled about. You guys
1: did yell at each other, so that was good. But we got to that.
0: We I was so, saying, by
1: the way, Blades in the Dark. You're right. is a is a really good example of a sandbox game because yeah. it's up to the team or the gang to figure out what they're going to do and how their scores go down. You're very in fact, really, you don't really tell them anything. You just kind of.
0: They even help design the their enemies, their friends. Yeah. And yeah. all
1: that kind of stuff. and Yeah, your territory as it grows and all that jazz. So that's a really good example of it. Um, B- uh, Band of Blades is that way as well, um, which is a, a Forge in the Dark game.
0: Yeah.
1: Really interesting setting, actually. But I,
0: yeah, I don't know, man. I think, actually, if you think about it, but even if you look at the Forge in the Dark, I think whether it was intentional or not, he did create a system that really helped with a sandboxy feeling. Because yeah, because most of the stuff is supposed to be kind of directed, and even because I was, I just bought the book. I have the book now, and it even sh- said in it, it's like no one controls the setting. That's yeah. what it said. No one controls the setting. And no, hundred percent. It's supposed to be played. So. What's the uh, cyberpunk one? Oh man, my brain. It's cyberpunk twenty twenty. No. End. You love that game. Come on. No,
1: I hate that. I hate that fucking General. game. No, it's a Cyberpunk. Um, everyone's screaming that knows all the PBTA games. I can't believe I can't think of the damn name of the game. Oh. There's a Cyberpunk oh. game that they made though. And it's really good game. Same thing. The players create mm. the corporations and create the mission and go on it and stuff. And it's a really fun cyberpunk game. Better than Cyberpunk 2020 or whatever I hot trash is talked that about. I know. I know I can't think of the name of the stupid thing. They have the November files <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs>
3: No, anyway, you know,
2: the, the thing that I find interesting that you're describing, though, is how I've always played any TTRPG for the most part, even predefined settings, is the players have control to inject elements into the world. If they say mm-hmm. that there's this organization that they went up against, they went up against that organization. That organization now exists. Whether I had any inclination on it or not, I'm going to run with it.
4: Yes, and sure. and that
2: that is going to be there. Um yeah. and that's how I learned to play because my brother that G, that was my dm was the exact same way. I mean, we would throw out we would just make up random crap as we're talking <laughs> on the campfire for the night doing our our long rest and those things became reality. They became legends where we we're in town and we hear people talking about these legends that we had just been talking about out in the campfire. Uh right. And so it's like for me, that's how it's always been. Is everything's been a sandbox?
1: But did you guys create your own adventure
2: as players?
1: Yeah, sure. or did you have we, quest handed to you?
2: Yes, to both of those.
1: Yeah, I, I've I mean, have never, never, never really seen
2: adventures, but
1: yeah, I've never seen players really create their own adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, i never have not in a long not in all the time gaming. I've never had a group of players tell me what they're going to do next.
0: I also think it sounds more like a pipe dream now because, like, yeah. you're right. Oh,
1: Santa, you'd, you'd be
2: loving our, our traveler game right now on Saturday. Uh... Oh,
0: See, it's
1: a sandbox yeah. or a theme park.
2: It's, it's, as far as I know, it's sandbox. It started out with a, with a, a pre-written module. Yeah. Okay. But, but it was you've crash landed and now what are you guys doing? Oh we on oh, a planet. That sounds and funny. It's like we had to f- Yeah, we had to figure out how to get off of the planet. And it's now that we're off the planet, we are the the we'll ask, okay, what are what what information do we have available? And the jam will say, Well, these are things that you have heard about. Here's things that you know about. And we so okay, well, we're gonna go here. We're gonna go check this thing out and see what's there. And oh there, there's more dangerous stuff here than we're ready to deal with. We're going to run away and go do this other thing now instead. And right now, we're completely infiltrating something that we have no desire to infiltrate other nice. than our characters are completely curious about. This group screwed us over. We're going to get revenge.
1: Nice. See, that's so baller. a baller. It, well,
0: I'm only lot of like fun. four or five months away before I can start joining back up with that group. Just, just, just saying. saying. Hopefully by
1: then it's about to theme park. Um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, do you think part of the problem, too, is that GMs are terrified of the idea of a true sandbox? I, I, great question. I think GMs are
2: afraid of having to come up with stuff on the fly, based on what you are even describing on yeah. that, that thing that started this whole conversation to begin with, where mm-hmm. I don't have time to do all this prep. Dude, the easiest thing in the world is to not prep at all.
1: Yeah. Right? Well, this is from the same crowd who loves fucking tables and rolling on tables. Not that's a weird phrasing they love roll. they love rolling random tables yeah I'm, i regret that phrase but that's the same crowd though right like i don't have time for this shit Yet yeah, you'll sit and spend 36 goddamn years in front of a fucking random set of tables because yeah. you can't think of anything on your own like
3: yeah do you think was- it also
0: could be the fact that the role play part of rpgs is kind of put more to the wayside nowadays
1: Oh, that might be, oh, dude. That might be a long topic. Like, are, are, are we role playing or are we acting?
0: I'll put it in the list.
1: Does that make sense? The, the differentiation of the two.
0: Yeah, well, because when you when you <laughs> when you watch a lot of the actual plays, it's more acting than it is yep. role play. It it Random. is you know it is still technically randomized, but they do have an idea of where the story is going. Uh, um, just even
1: if the as the players behave, even without a script. I think most people act and not role play.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good topic. That's a longer topic.
0: I I, I I just, I wrote it on the list.
1: Now other Scott can make memes about it. Uh... <laughs> you make a meme about me telling him he needs to make memes about making memes about us.
4: <laughs> oh my God. It's
1: the inception of memeology.
4: <laughs> Man, we never did
1: we never get to adventures and modules and one sheets and all that shit but i directly no i mean
0: it's it's kind of crazy especially since we've already broken an hour
1: we did yeah fast yeah, too
0: yeah. It, it won really, fast. It won really
1: fast watching rich get his fucking boredom <laughs> <Who's> <laughs> <René>? <laughs> oh.
0: and then we got to see his jolly pause <laughs> laugh that was, that, was the- that, <laughs> that was good. That was that was wholesome. That was wholesome. That was a
1: very wholesome fucking laugh. Uh- I had to capture it.
0: Well, should we end on a positive note and maybe do some trivia? Oh shit! Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny
2: that he's always surprised when we like, "Hey, it's time for trivia." I know. I forget,
0: man. <laughs> at least, at least one of us always forgets, shit. and at least one of us always remembers.
3: Okay. 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 Um.
1: I don't know what we started with last week. Uh, Let's see, Santa. No, we saw what we did last week. Rich, magic and miscellany, history, monsters, dungeons and adventures, characters, or cosmology? Let's do monsters. Monsters it is. What ordinary animals were transformed into the first gnolls? The first gnolls? Gnolls. Come Uh, on, Hyenas. Yeah, come on. Let me make sure... Yeah, yeah. I was like, please don't say something weird. Yeah, it's correct. <laughs> correct. Yeah, it's like, All right. I one like, right. Damn, not like that. Hi, like... <laughs> right, Santa. M- magic, miscellany, history, dungeons, adventures, characters, or cosmology?
0: I'm going to go with cosmology.
1: Oh, you're a brave soul.
4: I probably won't <laughs> know. It. That's
1: what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> I figure I'll get that one out of the way, because it's probably going to be one of the last ones back anyways, What it?
1: What is the symbol
3: of the Dee Umberly? Queen of the Depths. Go with God. <laughs> um, I had no
1: idea on this one.
0: Isn't it like an eye or something like that?
1: That'd no, no, no.
0: Is, is it like an
1: eye or some other kind of symbol?
0: A, <laughs> I, I think it's the letter T. It
1: is not. It is a wave.
0: I was going to say a wave. It is <laughs> yes. a wave.
1: It makes it, sense, right?
0: In the Underdark? Well, no, she's no. not... In, the, the they didn't say underdark. Oh, okay. The depths, as the in depths. like the
1: ocean.
4: Oh,
0: yeah. I automatically thought of underdark. Hmm. It's a squid lady. Yeah, she has
1: a mermaid for, that she's chasing. Ah, let's see. Um, you guys choose for me: magic, miscellany, history, dungeons and adventures, or characters. Characters. What do you think, Santa?
0: I would say characters too. Yeah.
1: Characters. I'm pretty good because it's usually a stupid cartoon. <laughs> oh, what the hell is this? org nenshin is the master of which guild in the Free City of Greyhawk?
0: Oh, oh, it's that's obvious. No, that's mages. That's mages guild. Come on. I don't know.
4: Know, we'll go. Whatever. We'll go.
1: With mage, we'll go with the wizards guild and Mage guild.
0: If I get this right, it was so a thieves guild.
1: <laughs> yeah. man, nice
4: so far there tonight. You go. This is it's my hard. card. Oh, you know what?
1: Kudos. Kudos. Kudos, man. Nice. Nice. Uh, For Rich, magic, miscellany, history, or dungeons and adventures?
2: I don't care. You guys pick it for me.
0: Oh dungeons God. and adventures. Dungeons
1: and adventures it is. What dungeon does Gary Gygax's signature character explore in WG5, Mordenkainen's fantastic adventure?
2: Uh, you know, I actually have that adventure. Uh-huh. But I totally am not... Getting it right now. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure most of <laughs> those words are fake.
2: <laughs> no, no I, I actually grabbed that one. Why did I grab Morten Kynan's Fantastic Adventure? Because I was going to possibly use it in my Desert of Desolation game that I was running for my kids <laughs> as a side quest.
1: Oh, as part of your theme park. It, yes. uh, <laughs> it is. It is. Scott. <laughs> what? Oh,
4: <Okay.
0: laughs> well, that's going to have to be censored for
4: YouTube.
1: It is. Like... <laughs> Maori Maur, Maur, castle. Don't know what that means. All made up. Uh, yeah.
0: Maori castle. There's so if,
2: you to, and- if you have to edit those out, by the way, uh, Santa, there's two places you're going to need to do
1: that. Oh,
4: shit. I don't <laughs> it's think the you have to
1: edit them out. Uh, Santa? No, is it me? Uh, Santa? No, it's, it's,
3: mean, Santa. Yeah.
1: it's Santa. Magic and miscellany or history?
0: I'm going to go with magic because I'm not going to get history.
1: <laughs> uh you probably would have gotten history actually. Um what weapon was created by the seven Vati heroes in their war against the Queen of
0: Chaos?
3: Look <laughs> at It's just like
0: I don't know, some holy blade of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome as was plus five holy Avenger.
1: Yeah, it was the Rod uh, of the, the Rod of Law. Well, was, okay. The Rod of Law. law. Yeah, it's made. No, up.
0: that that's a, that's a sex move from PBT. And it's I'm it is a sex it. move from the, <laughs> yeah, Definitely a are, Okay, I'm gonna roll for law. <laughs> rod of Law.
1: <laughs> Just ask Chatbot to do a sex move for you. It'll do it. Um, all right, history. Stephen Colbert wrote a piece about his adventure as a teenager playing D&D for thirty years of adventure. Two thousand four. True or false? That's I think that's true. false. No, that's true? true? He's a huge D and D nerd. Uh, he is a D&D nerd. I just also think he's a For fucking sure, idiot. True. Um, true. Oh. Um, I put more effort into that game than I ever did in my schoolwork. Yeah, we all did. That's why we're all nerds.
2: <laughs> no lies detected on that one, Scott.
0: No
3: lies yeah. detected
0: on that one. All right, that was it. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, and, come uh, with the <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> And well,
2: the funny yeah. thing that you mentioned that is I, I actually had that... Uh, Meme sent to me by my daughter this week. With the frog, with the frog. Go, ah! yeah.
0: My my favorite meme is still just the "everything's fine" meme, where yeah, the dog's course. just sitting there drinking coffee with fires, and then it kind of pans yeah. out, and it's just the dog sipping and just going, "Everything's fine." Some French
1: <laughs> diners recreated that one without even knowing it recently.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that with the yeah. with the explosion. There, just the fucking like fires are all
1: around doing shit. Yeah,
0: nobody cares. It's just That's everyone's amazing. doing their job. Yeah.
1: Amazing. And the memes my daughter sends me, I can't ever show anyone because she's a Gen Z shitlord. So
0: mm. <laughs> I'm trolling. Yep. Well, on that note, folks, I think that's all the time we have for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't think we did. No, I'm kidding. I Loved it. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it eating. as well.
1: Tell us, do you like sandboxes or theme <laughs> parks?
0: Motherfucker. Yep. What's your opinion on this? Am I wrong or is finder wrong? Or is it just simply that we are from two different generations and definitions change based off of, you know, experiences. Based off of feelings, feelings, emotions. Yeah, his yes. hit his feelings. Were hurt. <laughs> and no, 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 no. Folks, uh, see you later. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Um, um, that was fun. Oh. That was, that, yeah, that, that, was, that was interesting. I've never actually got into like an argument with you.
3: That was a good topic though, man. It's a crazy I, topic. I think the funniest thing is when your wife texted you that you're yelling. right? Uh, <laughs>